Hello, beautiful souls. In this podcast, we have the opportunity to dive into Annalena's personal body graph so that we get to learn about her through the lens of human design. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with Annalena Fuchs, and I'm so grateful that she is here. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to dive into your chart with you. I am super excited. Now, all of you may know that Annalena and I have ALA together, and we honestly have Voxer back and forth most days where we learn about ourselves, dive into our charts, have ahas. It's a never ending process. So I love that we're coming here to talk about the chart because Annalena has done so much work and awareness in some of the things that have kept her stuck, some of the things that she steps into gracefully, some of the things that she struggles with, even though she wants to move through it really quickly. So I love that we're able to be here. And I just wanted to ask, I always love to dive in with some of the connection that we feel here. I would love to ask you, how has the open root in your chart um, affected you as far as being able to slow down because in the previous podcast we talked about how important it is for you to slow down to be aware of the connection of family and all of that but the open route does put you under pressure so how has that affected you in being able to slow down well it's a conundrum it's a huge challenge it's probably and you know this right this is like so sometimes when, you know, there's things that I have to do, I feel this pressure that I have to do it all right away. And it's super overwhelming. And so one one of the things that works really well for me that I have noticed, it, I mean, always take a deep breath and meditate for five, 10 minutes. That is always a game changer because then I usually get insights of what am I actually supposed to work on next. But if I don't get out of my head, and I have also an undefined head center, so both of them together is like a like a hamburger pressing from above and below <laughs> the pressure. Um, but I, really, what works the best for me is if I if I make a list of the things that really have to get done, you know, because there are certain things like in my personal life um, that are really like there are things I have to get done today, right? And and other things that don't have to get done, they don't have to get done, but I, I write them as kind of a like checkoff list and then I check them off. And that has been working beautifully for me. So anytime I do that, that gives me a great picture. And then the things that I, I know I don't have to do them today, you know, like 
I mean, I do them when I have to. I, I still have a tendency to do it last minute because I also think this adrenaline excitement sometimes is, can be a little bit addictive. Um, but definitely that's an ongoing challenge. Now, the awareness about it has been such a blessing for me, right? Because, I mean, we ask ourselves constantly, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? And now I can just be like, and, you know, we sometimes make fun about it. It's my root. My root is putting pressure on me. It's not me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I have a defined root and I definitely feel the pressure and I'm like, ah, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> don't mm. put that pressure on me. But um, I also wanted to go into, because, you know, the teaching aspect is the open root or undefined root is all about pressure to get everything done. So there's a lot of pressure to get everything done on your to-do list. Plus you have the pressure of the open head or undefined head in Ajna. So you've been able to come to the space of just making that list and kind of letting it go and letting yourself know that you're not going to get everything done. Mm -hmm. But for those that haven't done the work, it it's okay. There is time and space to become aware of that. I wanted to dive a little layer deeper into that because of being the pure manifesting generator, because not only do you have the open root and head, but you also have the 34, the gate 34, and you're a manifesting generator, which makes you want to do multiple things all the time. So how have you worked through that process of having all of those different areas in your chart? Yeah, so I have started to, first of all, embrace it because I used to think that I have to just pick one thing, right? And I never could. Um, so now I actually, that, that brings me actually more joy to my work because I get bored very easily with things. You know, I, I work on one thing and then I have like, I feel this flow of energy and I do it for an hour. And then I I, I can already sense in my body that I just, I feel like I'm pushing. And then I always notice it's time to let go. Right. So sometimes this is like updating a couple of my courses or uploading some stuff or writing like an email and things like that. And then it actually feels like a fresh, like fresh air when I can move on to, to something else. Right. So moving between tasks, but still I have to kind of make a list still of the things that are really like the different things that I have to work on. I don't have to work on them, but the variety that I have available within my day, even if that's personal or business or both, right? And when I don't write it down, I I, I can sometimes sense a tendency that I, I forget what I was even doing or what I had to do or what order. And that can then put a lot of stress on me, of course, right? So it helps always to ground myself, right? And And again, the more I have to say this again and again, the more I slow down, which just can be sitting down for five minutes and meditating. What happens over and over again is that I can kind of release that pressure that I'm feeling and I get the divine insights of like, no, you're supposed to work on this actually. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why slowing down is always my best um, productivity hack, seriously. Mm. And it also, I mean, the 40 is a huge gate 40 is a huge theme in your life so that's about slowing down and family and all of that as well um i also did you want to say something yeah no it's true it's all about the balance between doing and being and 
the more, again, the more I take a nap in the afternoon on a regular basis, the more I slow down between tasks, the more productive I am. And I've gotten better, but, and I honestly, I don't know where I would be without human design. Seriously. I mean, it's such a game changer. And that's from a pure manifesting generator. I'm just letting everyone else hear that because manifesting generators are known as to have all this energy all the time, be able to do all the things. And what happens is they get burnt out because of expectations and their own expectations, others' expectations of what they think they should do. So Mm -hmm. as you learn and integrate your chart, you actually notice where we're all so different. And I do want to go into a little bit because I I notice we're both two four many gens, and there's a huge difference I notice with the way that we use our willpower, right? So mm-hmm. I would love um, for you to share about your channel twenty one forty five, and how that connection from the will to the throat affects you, and does it burn you out? at times yeah so first with the defined will center in general i can be the person i push through i forgot to eat i forget to eat and i'm like super when i do something i do it like 190 percent kind of thing right and then to the point that i feel so exhausted and you know i really have to stop so that's the first thing and so this energy goes to my throat right and this is the only energy that i have connected to my throat so I'm actually not the 3420 pure generator, right? Like I don't have that full channel. Um, so I don't have the sequel. That's the that's the important thing. My sequel is not connected to the throat. That's the big difference between you and I. So I only have the will center connected to the throat. So there's a lot of when I speak, there's so much energy, there's so much willpower. And I have noticed when I speak too much, too long my body tells me literally to be quiet. I don't have that energy, you know? And it's also really interesting because my conscious son is the 13, which is the listening, which kind of really balances beautiful into that. And that's why I have stopped, for example, to do readings um, on a regular basis. I still, I mean, family readings, I may do for 90 minutes, but only very selectively. But now it's like an hour is enough for like a one-on-one session, for example, right? Because I can, again, put so much willpower in when I speak. That's why I also love to have conversations, right? Where I can also listen and lean back and have somebody else talk. So for me, a podcast where I would only be the one talking all the time is not suitable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have and I have really learned that. So again, the universe is showing me less is more. What you have to say is so powerful. You don't have to talk for an hour straight. You don't even have that energy for that. You have to rest in between so people can integrate the wisdom you have shared in some way. And it even goes into a lot of what we even at Aligned Living Academy talk about with conscious leadership and supporting one another, not just being about the one individual type one individual Mm -hmm. person. It's more the collective, right? I do want to go into the money story though, because I know that this is something, I mean, we've been, we've had a line living Academy for a year, and this is something we've talked a lot about. And I've learned a lot from you and witnessed Mm -hmm. you move 
moving through all of these things. So I would love for you to share um, about your moon, the moons, the unconscious 21 and 45 and mm-hmm. how it motivates you. And actually more so, what have you learned about yourself through these gate activations and where they're placed in your chart? Yeah, so the moon is like the energy that that drives us in some way, right? And that that is in my case, I have the money channel and my moon, my conscious and unconscious moon. And I have always been a person that... I'm motivated when there is an opportunity to make money, right? And I used to judge myself for that. And just has given me much more compassion for myself that like, that's who I am. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. While at the same time, what we talked in the previous episode about, I also had to learn that the goal of life is not money, right? So I also had to learn at the same time to let go of being money on the pedestal. Right. So it's also a lot of challenge in that at the same time. Right. So it's like give yourself permission to love money, but don't make it the codependency in some way or don't make it the ultimate goal in that sense. So and also I love money in the context of like, how can we make an impact collectively, not just for myself? Right. Because the 45 is all about distribution of resources and um, when people come together and especially like you and I, I love that so much when with the Aligned Living Academy, I've really seen where when we can let go of trying to do it all ourselves and letting each other be in their zone of genius, we actually create more together when two people come together than if you are trying to do it on your own and I will try to do it on my own, right? Because one in one is more than two. Mm-hmm. And then the... Um... The 14-2, I would love for you to go into that channel and how you've experienced that and learned from that in your life. Yeah, so, I mean, the two is my unconscious earth, the 14 is my Uranus. So, yeah, I love to respond to money-making opportunities, definitely. And I have now, luckily, so it used to be also being a two-four profile, right? We are the jack of all trades. We're good at everything, but nothing really super good, right? So I always thought like, what am I going to ever do? Because I'm good at everything, but nothing really, right? So people also project a lot onto us, what we should be doing. And I used to respond to the wrong things in the past, right? Just from the money motivation from, oh, you should do this because you can make a lot of money. Like I, I got a real estate uh, license here in Florida, but then lit me up, right? And I, I tried a couple of several other things. I don't even remember all the things, right? And it was from the intention, oh, I can make money with that. And over and over, I learned like, duh, it didn't light up my sequel. So now what I have learned from this energy is that when something really lights me up, and when I have this sequel, ooh, this yummy energy. And even though my mind may be like, yeah, but, that's not going to make money. Right? <laughs> but when I lean into that, when I respond to what just feels juicy to me, actually money flows too. And it gets to be way easier because the two is also is the most feminine. It's, it's this energy of like, allow, surrender, receive, right? It, it's all of that. So it's, it's this like, when you trust 
that doing what just simply lights you up for the fun of it and it comes easy to you, you open yourself up to receive abundance, right? So it's totally different than what I have learned or I have always thought growing up, mm. right? Where you place money first, do this to make money. No, do it because it freaking lights you up and it comes easy to you and you're so good at it. Especially when your mind is like, yeah, but how can I make money with that? See the magic happen from that. And it's so funny because the 14 is in my Uranus, but it's like where you can expect the unexpected. It's kind of beautiful, right? To have that in that energy there. And my purpose, sorry, the purpose, Jinky, is the two, which is all about everything in my chart is grounded on the feminine, on receiving and allowing. And that goes back to the prosperity aspect that we talked about in the previous podcast about connection to family, slowing down. And I mean, even in the unconscious Jupiter, you have 50, which is like the nurturing, but it's nurturing of yourself, not over giving, yeah. right? So it's about um, the prosperity of what truly is in the chart for you too. So I would love to ask you about the, oh, something came up. So just share. No, I, I just, I just, I mean, these are those moments. I just had this, so the, the unconscious Jupiter, when we look at it from the jinkies, it, that's where we actually have our biggest prosperity block. And look, I haven't known this, but I just had this aha moment as we spoke. And this is this is why this work is so awesome, you guys. Like, you want to keep talking about your charts. And I didn't expect this today, but I just had this, like, of course. And this is all connected with what we have been talking on the first episode. It's like... Gate 50 is this energy, like you say, about nurturing and taking care of others. It's like a mama bear kind of energy, right? But the real lesson here is like you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. And this is in the one line. It's all about my own personal experience, right, with myself. So here, Annalena is supposed to prioritize herself, do more self-care, her own well-being, and do all of that. That's unlocking her prosperity right then and there. So... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and that goes into, I we mentioned the previous one that we would go into a little bit of the North and South node because you've been contemplating that. And this goes even just deeper into that. So do you want to share what comes up with the North and South node and what, what you've reconnected with or learned about yourself? Yes. And I'm, I'm almost when I cry right now because it's just so beautiful how astrology, gene keys and human design, it's like a puzzle piece that just clicks. Because just what I talked about, I unlock my prosperity through taking care of myself to nurturing myself, right? Allowing myself to have more fun, pleasure, joy. And my South and my North Node, they are letting me know from the astrology perspective, right? My North Node is Cancer the sign in the eighth house and my south node is Capricorn in the second house. So I have already mastered the materialistic stuff. That's how I came into this world. And I'm here supposed to move more into um, family, like joy and pleasure and celebration and all those good things, right? Which may, to many people that are listening, I guess, that's the easy stuff. Yeah, not for me, <laughs> you know? Because I was this, I mean, super serious kid growing up, always in my head. That's also my... My south node is in the 61, right? It's psychosis. That's the that's the shadow and the gene keys. And I was 
freaking stuck in my head, always worrying about stuff, overthinking it, overanalyzing it and everything, right? And then, then the 62 is actually, I mean, it's the it's the gate of details in human design. And what I saw in the gene keys that really helped me understand this energy so much more is about really, it's it's a very feminine energy that true intellect is the, is the heart, it's not the mind, right? Um, or intelligence. So intellect is the mind and true intelligence is what I meant to say, it's actually when you listen to your heart, right? So I used to be such a head-based person trying to figure it all out. And I'm here to listen to what my heart really wants and to, to listen to those whispers. And that's especially in the context of the two line is the like two to, I mean, person to person relationships, you know, and also allowing myself to let it be easy and go with the flow of life. And that all connects for me with my conscious son, the 13, which is all about listening. And this is also the main message of the 13 is to listen to your own heart, you know, and not the mind. So, yeah, it's just a beautiful story, right? It all weaves and, and ties, ties in together. And then in my unconscious, I have the same south and north node, 61 and 62 is in the five line. So... The five line is also we can overgive and we're seen as the fixer of things, right? And people see that we have all these practical solutions, but I have to learn that I'm not the one that has to fix it for everybody, mm -hmm. you know? So there's some projection going on. So again, prioritizing myself is super important. And how does knowing all this, because the reason I ask these questions, I mean, I know you know your chart in and out and you've been studying it. So that's why I ask it in this way, because it's you reflecting on what you've already learned. And then there's some that don't know a lot. So I go more into supporting them in that way. Mm. But I wanted people to hear what you've learned about yourself through your own integration, learning, meditation, journaling, mm. human design, gene keys. How has these modalities really changed or shifted your perspective in what you thought life or even you was about? I mean, it almost makes me speechless because I want to cry and everything in a good way because everything like I used to, I still remember when human design found me. Right. And you know, it was just like three years ago and I was so disconnected. I was questioning myself, always comparing myself with others, you know, trying all these different so-called success formulas and, and all this stuff and really trying to figure out life in the head, you know? And human design, that was the first that came. For me, it was human design, jinkies, and then astrology, right? That was kind of my, my path with that. First, I had the sensation of relaxation flush through the cells of my body, where I was like, oh my God, there's nothing wrong with me. I mean, that was the first thing because so many things, I think we all like, well, I should be this way. I shouldn't be this way, blah, 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 right? That was the first thing, just learning about being a manifesting generator and being all over the place and multi-passionate and all that stuff, being a jack of all trades and, and the twofold profile everything started to make sense. And so everything that I have stepped into just was another step. It's it's all about fully accepting yourself and just being okay with it and stop trying to fix. There's nothing to fix. That's kind of, and you know, 
I was doing so much of the inner healing work before. And I could, as you know, I continue to do that. But with human design, I learned that some of the things I was trying to fix, there was nothing to fix. And that's because we can overdo it with the healing work, right? We can over like, yeah, but I have to change this and I shouldn't. And with human design, it was just like, like with my undefined root, I'm always going to have an undefined root, mm-hmm. right? That's just my energetics. I mean, I'm not going to get rid of that. That's who I am <laughs> on my completely open solar plexus. That was the biggest game changer ever because it really helped me to understand that, yes, I have a huge fear of rejection all my life. It gave me so much more compassion for myself, you know, because I, I had told myself all my life, I shouldn't feel this way. And, and this is also, I mean, my, North Node in, in Cancer is all about really fully accepting and allowing myself just to feel how I feel without judging myself about it. And with an open solar plexus is totally like, that's what it's all about because I can feel so much. And I used to try everything I can to avoid any kind of confrontation. So people pleaser, hello, right? And of course, I'm still working on that, but um, the magic that I've seen in my personal life and also in business, like it's all about setting healthy boundaries and stuff, right? Um, I think without human design, because it gives you that level of awareness and clarity that nothing else ever could for me. You know, these personality tests that are out there. For me, they never really did anything, to be honest. It was like, yeah, it's kind of cool and all right, I'm whatever, right? An airgram or I'm number whatever. But it it was so like, it wasn't really like life-changing for me. And I had to answer all these, sorry to say, random questions that I would probably have answered totally different tomorrow. Plus, I don't really have the patience to fill out like 100 questions and on a scale of 1 to 10, like, you know, and here, just like, oh, put in your date of birth and it's all written in the stars, you know, let's not make it complicated. Let it be easy. I mean, my two-line really likes that. Easy. But before you knew about the two line, you may not have known that. No, exactly. Because I thought, you know, I have to study something. And and also, so with human design, I always make that confession. Yes, I got certified. Yes, I studied it. But it came very easy to me. And I have a, there's there's something. And and I think you have the same, right? We are just like, we can look at a chart and like, I can see them feel the whole person there and everything that's going on and it all makes sense and it clicks, you know, and, um, and there are probably people that have studied way more than I have and it comes way easier to me. Right. And just that awareness that that's what I'm meant to be doing. What comes easy to me. I would not have given myself permission. I would have had this, like, no, it's something that I went to college for that I really studied for years and years. And I have put all the hard work into that, you know, nothing with human design was hard work for me. Sorry, guys. It was fun. Yeah. And I can write probably 10 books about human design, you know? Yeah. It's fun and easy. And it freaking changes people's lives every single time. I mean, even the first reading that I did, I was so brand spanking new to human design. It totally changed a person's life. And there were probably millions of people that have told you like, yeah, but you shouldn't give readings because you just learned about human design like four months ago or something like that, right? But I did it anyways. I trusted myself, yeah. And on the previous podcast, we talked about fun and Mm -hmm. easy and sometimes 
how we overthink things or it can't be fun. It can't be easy, but it's funny because when you found human design, it was fun and easy and you realize, Ooh, this is it. So even though you weren't diving into all the things yet, you still knew. Yeah. Yeah. It it was really that moment because, you know, I mean, that's how we met through HCI becoming a certified health coach. Like, look, I got all the certifications and all the stuff that I thought that's what makes a difference, but none of that really, it's not the certifications or the modalities you have learned. It's, it's you, mm-hmm. it's you. And nobody can do human design. Like I can, nobody can do it. Like you can, nobody can do it together. Like you and I bring it into the world. Right. It's it's us. It's not really the human design. It's how we bring it into the world through our uniqueness. And that's the gift too, right? And I know we always talk about this. It's about each individual is so different. And it's about loving yourself. And it's about accepting yourself. Even like you said, there were certain things that you thought were wrong that were not wrong. You'll never get rid of that mm-hmm. open route. That's just there. And now you can love it and laugh at yourself with it and yeah. sometimes get frustrated, but it's still there and nothing's exactly. wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say there's some people listening that are just starting to learn about human design, or maybe they mm-hmm. don't even have their chart yet, or maybe they're going to get their chart. What would you, what would be the number one thing for them to do for that next step in learning about themselves that you recommend? I mean, first, I always say be patient because human design can be such a rabbit hole. I would say follow, and maybe this is me, maybe this is somebody else, right? Ms. Miranda, whoever, you will know that. But just follow a couple of people that you really resonate with. Um, and maybe you start, get a couple of books you feel called to. I mean, there's lots of books on Amazon you, you want to look into. And then as you, as you start to understand what it means to be your type and follow your inner authority. So your, your body will guide you what's the right thing for you. Maybe that's taking a course. Maybe that's getting certified. Maybe that's just doing self-study. You don't know. And really trust that whatever you're meant to learn about you with your human design, it will come to you. You know, there is no linear path. There's no right or wrong. And of course, I mean, we, we always say, say this. Um, if you feel like human design gets you more to your head because there's so much information, take a step back. Because that's human design is actually here to teach us that the head is not here to make decisions. It happens in the body. So it's not here to overwhelm me. The, the biggest gift that human design brings us is this um trusting yourself and that happens when you learn about following your strategy and your authority that's something you really want to focus on it doesn't really mean to like in case you're a generator type what is this single response about how does this feel you know surround yourself with people that you know work on that they practice that it's it's a it's like uh you start to go to the gym and want to have a six-pack right it doesn't happen overnight it's it's a muscle you want to build it's a new habit a new way of of living and um your human design journey is going to be unique to you and and also tap into gratitude that this actually came into your life because it's so freaking magical mm-hmm. and you know 
some people don't have to go in dive deep. Some people don't want to, but just learning about type and strategy is enough for them, which is Mm. perfect. Some people want to go deep and some people want to know all the things, practice being community, right? So it depends where you're at in the journey. And it's about loving and embracing where you're at. So we mentioned previously in the last one, and I just want to ground it in before we close this one, because I know you've been working so much on tuning in what what prosperity is for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would love for you to just share with the audience again, what you've learned about yourself with your prosperity and how this has shifted your perspective and how you're going to be in the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking right now at my conscious Jupiter, which is the pearl in the gene case, which is all about prosperity, right? And this is all about teamwork, you know, and connecting and the people that you meet in life. And I like you, for example, I remember we, when we met at a, one of these events and we both had this moment where we're like, it's just like, I felt like I know you, even though we didn't really know each other. And then, I mean, we, we did, weren't really connected for three years. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing with the Life Living Academy came about. Um, I chased you down. I know. <laughs> I chased you down because I just had to, like, say something to you. That was funny. But all in divine timing. But it's really prosperity comes through people coming together and and allowing each other to do what, feels most aligned and easy for them you know when you are in your zone of genius i'm in my zone of genius if you're trying to do it all prosperity will be very far away because you feel exhausted you feel tired you feel um really the scarcity fears will come up because you have created an illusion of prosperity right that is not sustainable and when we can step into you know every single human that's my vision eventually for the world right which i really think is possible where every single human can step into this one thing that's super aligned for them if that's being a gardener if that's being a cook if that's being uh, yeah a human design coach whatever right um we will all be financially being taken care of what our our desires are right and 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 this like success has nothing to do with money yes money is very important but we need to put the conversation of money more in the back burner because having money as a goal is missing the point money actually is here to teach us to stop making it such a big fuss about it right because it's like i don't want to have so much attention it's like when you are have a crush on somebody and you you are super needy, right? And constantly talk about them. Like you're more attractive to a person and to money as well when you don't put it on a pedestal, right? When you just take care of yourself and of your hot and sexy, right? <laughs> In some way and have fun and pleasure. Like money's like, ooh, I want to hang out with her, you know? <laughs> because she's so in her uniqueness and her authenticity so yeah prosperity is all about the connections really celebrating life from enjoying it together you know and it's so much more fun it's so much more easy when you can let go of certain things and let other people do it you don't have to do it all and I just want to thank you for being here 
um, and share a little bit this last year that we've connected and built ALA. We honestly, I feel, I know I've learned a ton about myself through our relationship. And that's another really beautiful thing about human design is when people practice human design and they learn human design, they're doing their work relationships grow in a different way and you're able to support each other through triggers and Mm. drama. And um, I'm just very grateful for all the work that you do and grateful Mm. that you're in my life and grateful that you showed up here and shared with us all the things vulnerable, all the things Mm. you, um, because I feel like a lot of the time people don't get to see that of you we see the teacher we see the person that is giving and all these things but to really know you I think is a treat so thank Mm -hmm. you for showing everyone that I'm sure everyone's gonna love this so make sure that you guys go find Annalena Fuchs if you have not done that yet I'm sure you have (laughs) all the info is also in the show notes and um, just grateful so grateful thank you so much for being here no, thank you. It's such an honor and everything likewise, what you said. And one final thing I want to say, I just want to realize as you were talking, you know, not only have we created such abundance in our business together, right, with the Aligned Living Academy, um, but I also feel like in your personal life and in my personal life, we both, we have really created a lot of beautiful things that we probably could talk about another hour. And you know it, right? You probably have tears in your eyes right now. Yourself. I do. And, and so in my personal life too, there have been so many amazing improvements and I'm, I just realized, wow. And, and this is a side effect, I think, of the work that we have been doing. So yeah, it's ma- magical. It truly is. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. Thank you, everyone. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.